Something strange happened to me the other day that really made me think. I was tucking my little nutcracker guy into bed like I do every night, and he said something unexpected. This came as a big surprise to me because one, I didn't know that he could make those sounds. And two, it made me realize I actually don't know the story of the Nutcracker. Despite it being a Christmas classic and Christmas being one of my favorite holidays, definitely in my top 15, and having a little Nutcracker guy in the background of almost all of my videos, I realized I've never been to see the ballet of the Nutcracker. I've never seen any of the countless movie adaptations. The only information I have to go off of is a foggy memory of an elementary school production of the Nutcracker that I was in in the third grade. I have very Big memories of my costume being a trench coat and a top hat, me gifting a nutcracker to a little girl, and a rat king. And that's it. In my head, that is the entire plot of the Nutcracker. So that night, I decided just for him, I would learn the story of the Nutcracker, and that is how I found this movie, The Nutcracker which has a 0% on Rotten Tomatoes. With reviews like one of the most misguided children's movies ever made by Liam Lacey, or do not see this movie, do not take your children to see this movie by Brian Johnson. Wait, Brian? The consensus amongst these reviews is that this movie basically desecrates the original story of the Nutcracker, it's way too dark for children, and also features an absolutely hideous Nutcracker. I absolutely could not wait to watch this movie, but before I did, I figured I should probably have an idea of what the actual Nutcracker is about. So I actually decided to sit down first and watch this taping of the Nutcracker Ballet featuring a young Macaulay Culkin. Okay, I'm very excited to be watching the Nutcracker for the first time. I've never seen this play before. Is it a play? Musical? Now, like I said, I was actually in a performance of the Nutcracker when I was in the third grade. I don't remember it at all. But I do know that it was a musical adaptation of the Nutcracker. There were speaking parts, the songs actually had words to them, so in my head, I sort of forgot that the actual Nutcracker is a ballet. And I spent the first, like, 10 to 20 minutes of this thing Expecting them to start singing. This is one heck of a opening number. And they're not even singing or anything, it's just music. I bet they're gonna start singing right now. The story opens with an 1800s family Christmas party just beginning. Boys, girls, and adults alike are anxiously awaiting their time to open presents. But first, it was time for the games to begin and the Christmas dancing. All right, guys, before you open your presents, it's time for the Christmas dancing. If you can't break it down for a real one, then you don't get your presents this year, sorry. Those kids are marching their hearts out for their presents. <laughs> they know, they know if they're one step out of line, those presents are going straight in the fire. Just as you think this party can't get any better, a mysterious one-eyed man shows up with some pretty exciting presents. I think that was, I think that's me. I think that's who I played in the third grade. With three huge boxes and a boy. There he is. It's Macaulay. Was he invited to the party? I'm confused. What is this guy doing here? It was her godfather, Drosselmeyer. The mysterious Drosselmeyer is a huge hit at the party. He does some magic and unveils some spectacular machines of his own creation. Okay, so he pulled two adult dolls out of the box and he wound them up and now they're dancing around the room. Oh wow, he's got another one. This one's a soldier. He's like, I'm trying to sell this one to the army right now. This guy might look like he's all fun and games, but he'll, he'll kill a man. No questions asked. He just pulls out a gun and starts opening fire on them. Oh shit, he did. Oh my God. <laughs> At the peak of the excitement, he unveils a fourth and in my opinion, least interesting machine, 
a little wooden nutcracker. He's a nutcracker. Wow, just what every little girl wants. Boys love horses, girls love cracking nuts. Who shall have him? Sorry, he just showed you guys, like, precisely mechanical dancing dolls that, like, wouldn't be invented in real life for, like, a hundred years. And you guys are more interested in the doll that cracks nuts in its mouth. And I'm using the term doll pretty loosely here. This guy is, uh... Scary and made of wood. He gifts the nutcracker to the protagonist, Mary, but then this little freak comes out of nowhere and destroys it. No, poor handsome nutcracker man. Let's comb back his handsome hair. Can't help but notice that that nutcracker bears a striking resemblance to the man who made him. I don't like that that old man just has a little boy. This is an unexplained little boy. Feels like that needs some explaining. Come with me, little boy. She dreamed of Godfather Drosselmeyer and his very special nephew. Feels like the dream's taking a weird turn now. He's like, ah, I kind of wanted to dream about the special nephew. Thank you for the doll. Where did the where did the boy go? The boy my age. What the hell, dude, get out of here. What are you doing up there, man? An army of rats descends upon Mary. She's scared. Drosselmeyer is doing absolutely nothing to help. Dude, aren't you gonna, are you gonna help at all? Are you in charge of the mice? Whoa, okay. Is that Macaulay Culkin? Nutcracker, we need you. You have to help fight these mice. It's like, uh, I... Only crack nuts. Oh, there's something so unsettling about a young Macaulay Culkin with old man's hair and an old man's long goatee. I'll say it, he w he looks more creepy than the seven-headed rat king. They should have all been fighting him. <laughs> with Mary's help, he defeats the rat king once and for all, and to celebrate, he takes Mary to the woods. All right. We did it, we killed- Whoa! Holy shit! Oh my god, that was crazy! How did they do that? All right, milady. now that we've killed the Rat King, we can spend forever in this abandoned forest. In the snowy forest, the snowflakes danced. He's like, I've taken you to a forest where the snowflakes dance. And she's like, I miss my family. I miss civilization. Is there any shelter here? News of the Prince and Marie was brought to the land of the Sugar Plum Fairy by the Christmas tree angels. Okay. Some new lore. <laughs> Hi. One by one, the sugar plum fairy brought in all the delights of her land. Hot chocolate from Spain. Because of what they did, which is kill the rat king, the sugar plum fairy is going to award them with all the delectable sweets from all across the land. Why does the sugar plum fairy, queen of like sugar land, have such a vested interest in the rat problem at that girl's house? And it's at this point in the story where the writer sort of decided, uh, that's probably enough story. We've been going pretty hot and heavy with the story so far. So I think we're gonna need another solid hour of just dancing to balance it out. So I just watched and I watched, and I sipped my air up, and I watched. And that's when I began to have a daydream of my own about today's sponsor, 
Arup. And the amazing holiday sale they have going on right now. Arup is a great gift to give any family or friends this holiday season, especially family and friends that care about their hydration, like me. With the scent pod deactivated like this, it acts as just a normal water bottle. But as I slide this peach scent pod up to activate it, suddenly air is able to pass through the scent pod and into my mouth, creating a unique tasting experience. In my last video, I gifted an Arup to my videographer, Jake. And now he sends me pictures of him and his Arup every single day. Unlike the Nutcracker, though it has not yet turned into a real child right now for a limited time you can save 30% off with Arup's holiday bundles so get your holiday shopping done early and click the link in the description to gift your loved ones the world's first scent-based hydration system thanks to Arup for sponsoring this video at the end of it all the Nutcracker and Mary fly away and that is the story of the Nutcracker okay so the dancing was very cool the sets were very cool costumes cool that one costume change sick. In terms of story though, there's really not much there. Most of it is dancing. So I am curious as to how they're gonna fill a two-hour movie that, to my understanding, has no dancing uh, with this story. Well, see, that's where I was wrong because this movie actually does have dancing. And to answer the rest of that question, uh, they just sort of disregard the original plot. They did not care at all. After some more research, it actually turns out this movie has a few different titles. Some sites call it The Nutcracker, others The Nutcracker in 3D. My DVD calls it The Nutcracker, The Untold Story. You know a movie's gonna be good when they have to change the title a bunch of times, like an airline changing their name after a big crash that ruins their public perception. Dude, no one wants to watch The Nutcracker. That movie sucks. Oh, this? No, this isn't The Nutcracker. This is the Nutcracker, the story, the one that you've never seen. The Untold Story is kind of a funny title because in a way it's admitting that it actually has nothing to do with the story of the Nutcracker. It'd be kind of like if they released a biopic about Albert Einstein called Albert Einstein, the beautiful mind of the world's smartest polar bear. Speaking of Albert Einstein, Drosselmeyer in this movie? is Albert Einstein. What's the matter, sweetheart? No, 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 he doesn't look like Albert Einstein. He is Albert Einstein. But what about Uncle Albert? This movie starts with Uncle Albert stopping his horse-drawn carriage to wave at an orchestra who completely ignores him. I'm late again. Hurry, Mary and Max will be waiting. Hurry up, we've got to get going. <laughs> thought they would wave back. That was so embarrassing. Uncle Albert's on his way to Mary's house where he'll be babysitting Mary and her little brother Max while their parents are at the palace ball. But it's Christmas and everybody should be together. But I told you what an honor it is to be asked to sing at the palace ball. Try and calm yourself, Louise. I better go to the little girl's room. Okay. Why did you say it like that? The little girl's room. Is that some kind of inside joke that you guys have? I better go take a whittle piss. On his way, Uncle Albert says something kind of strange. I have the strangest feelings that we are being followed. I'd better check. We are not being followed. Which is even stranger when it later shows an army of rats crawling into their house through the sewers. So they were for sure following him. Albert Einstein did lead the Rat King directly to this little girl. Are you leaving already? It's Christmas over. Did I miss it? I asked you to be here at five. I like the insinuation that Albert Einstein has nothing else going on in this movie. We'll have to leave our kids at home while we're at the party, but who can watch them? Hmm, well, we're clearly rich. Maybe we could hire a babysitter. Mm, no, how about legendary physicist Albert Einstein? 
What? Merry Christmas! Mary's pretty down that she won't get to spend Christmas Eve with her parents, but maybe Uncle Albert's presence will make her feel a little better. I hope you will let me make it up to you. Whoa! What do you want, a boss? I said three, and don't call me boss. That's a great man off my mind. And don't talk to the children. Why isn't he allowed to talk to the children? Is that guy dangerous for children? Who is that guy? And he's gone. Okay. Well, I'm stoked to see what Uncle Albert brought. I mean, Drosselmeyer had some pretty insane inventions. Imagine what Albert Einstein could come up with. Voila. It's beautiful. Oh, cool. A dollhouse. <laughs> no, no, thanks. That's, that's awesome. <laughs> I thought he was gonna bring a black hole. That dear fellow is named Gilgood. He escaped the circus to join a prince's court. You're making that up. Yeah, they're dolls. That is what you do with dolls. Meet the Nutcracker. I call him NC for short. <laughs> Cool. I don't know why they felt the need to try to give him like a cool nickname in this movie. I guess it's their way of trying to like make the Nutcracker cool for today's kids. And kids these days hate full names. And they didn't just stop there to revitalize old NC, no. Just like the original, NC is a hideous creation of wood and some sort of dark magic. But unlike the original, NC is not a nutcracker. You know how every nutcracker ever looks? You stick a nut in their little mouth opening and there's a little lever and you crank it. Not NC. His entire jaw unhinges like a snake. He's also got this kind of, I really hope they haven't found the victims look in his eyes that is very unique. All right, children, supper time. Uncle Albert rushes the children off to dinner, but Max immediately stops to tie his shoes. Then he decides, man, all that tying my shoes really wore me out, but dinner's all the way in the other room. If only I had, I don't know, like three walnuts. Perfect. Luckily, Uncle Albert knows how to fix him right up. Man, I knew Einstein was smart, but this dude is good. It's just a stupid toy. No, it's not. She's right. It's really more like a cooking utensil. What is just a toy for you may be a real friend for someone else. I have a theory about it. It's called relativity. Would you like to hear it? Yes, please, Einstein. Tell us how your theory of relativity relates to this scary wooden boy. Everything's relative. Everything's relative. Right. All the songs in this movie are songs from the Nutcracker with words added to them. This one is about how everything is relative. Max might think the Nutcracker's just a creepy little toy, but to Mary, he's a creepy little friend. You might think you're short, but if you met someone shorter than you, they would think you're tall. Everything is relative. This movie might have a 0% on Rotten Tomatoes, but surely there are movies with lower scores, right? Right! This song is full of a bunch of really awesome lyrics. This is that, these are. And beautiful dancing. What to scream, what's ideal, what to feel, no one really knows. I like these kids, dude. They were like, oh, you didn't come up with any choreography? You didn't want to put in the work? No, that's all right. We know what to do. What's ideal? Why don't you come live with us? Tuck me in every night? I'm always with you, dear. Can you tell us the Nutcracker story? 
Damn, what happened to I'm always with you? Guess that was sort of relative too. Mary gets up in the middle of the night to cuddle her new toy, which as of right now is the only thing that has not left her in her life. Sorry about my brother. Voices like that. And to her amazement, it begins to speak. And its voice is so soft and beautiful. Careful, I don't want to get broken again. Her face really says it all, doesn't it? The nutcracker is moaning Myrtle. If you really want to see something amazing, put me up somewhere high in the room. Like the top shelf of the bookcase. You did it. Ah! He's huge. No, Mary, you screwed up. Oh, God, he's hideous. You did it. This is a nightmare. What do you mean? I mean, I've been waiting for someone who believed like you. You're really special. Sorry, what did she do exactly? She didn't believe. She picked you up and you started yapping and barking orders at her. Careful. Put me up somewhere high in the room. Mary. Reminds me of that one time. Oh! At this point, I was actually kind of glad that the original ballet didn't have any words because it turns out I don't like the way the Nutcracker sounds. You could imagine that I'm really alive. <gasps> and not just that, he's also super mean in this movie. The second he comes to life, he starts sprinting around the room and ranting about how he needs to take military action and come up with a plan. I have to act, and now. I need a plan. Mary tries to help him and he's like, ugh. What's the plan? Ugh, needn't concern you. Girls are no good at military strategy. He starts arguing with her like they're an old married couple. Where are you going? I just told you. To the doll's house. How ungrateful men can be. <gasps> Quick. Are you all right? When I was younger, a boy moved to my town. And he was so <laughs> handsome. He's like, oops. <laughs> We need a killer. Kill the witness. Phew. She would have dropped dead if she saw me, and we don't want that. And that's okay. <laughs> yeah, we totally don't want to kill her. So he brings Mary downstairs where the dollhouse and all the ornaments on the Christmas tree have come to life. And they're also gigantic, and NC is also super mean to them. What is going on? Come down here, you blocked. Your behavior is the dolls bring up some story arc about how Uncle Albert had kept the dollhouse in his attic for like 30 years and never touched it. And now all of a sudden something critical has happened and he's keeping a really close eye on it. His Uncle Albert kept this house in his dusty attic for 30 years. All of a sudden it's his most valuable possession. But the thing that is most distracting to me in this scene is... Why do the dolls call him Uncle Albert? Mary is Uncle Albert's niece. Does Uncle Albert have like a brother who gave birth to dolls? I never knew that about Albert Einstein, that's crazy. Then they go up into the tree to find the snow fairy. Your Highness, it would be my pleasure to give you a lift. Why do they call you your Highness? Oh, uh, no real reason, just something they do. They just do that, I don't, I have no idea. <laughs> They're crazy. You're crazy. You're very pretty. <laughs> I thank you. What? Dude, that came out of nowhere. What was that? Wow, look at them all jump. Excuse me. 
You're hot. Since most of this movie takes place in this kind of like dream state that Mary's in, some of the characters resemble people in her real life. For example, the snow fairy who looks just like Mary's mom. You know, you look exactly like my mother. But I'm not. Wow, good writing. You look just like my mother. And you look just like an idiot. I'm not your mom. I better go to the little girl's room. There is something I want to tell you about NC. That terrible creature, the Rat Queen, cast him under a bad spell. She's so awful, I can barely bring myself to say her name. Rat Queen. I'll never forget the name of the man who killed my father. Bam. But with you here, Mary, we might just have a chance to defeat her. How do you face the world? Oh, great. Cucumber More music. Dude, even NC's getting bored of this. Look at him. NC? You're a boy. Ugh, don't look at me. I'm hideous. I'm some kind of handsome little boy. Not a scary wooden doll at all. Not just a boy, a prince. So NC is actually the prince of some kind of faraway kingdom who was cursed by the rat queen to look like a hideous nutcracker. Did the curse also like make him super annoying or? You did it. What did she do? She just stood there again. I am happy for the kid, don't get me wrong. Stuck as a device that just gets whole nuts shoved into its mouth on the regular does not sound fun. Even while he was wooden, he was 100% not enjoying that. I don't think that was a suspicious look in his eyes anymore. I think that was a cry for help. I have a plan. I'm going straight back to my kingdom. No, maybe I should wait. Great plan. Is the prince all right? I'd recognize him anywhere. So, he's alive. We gotta go tell the king. Well, I guess the little rats are just gonna go scurry off on their little rat feet to go tell the king and queen. <laughs> or that. See that cloud there? It was my city before the rat king took it from me. Sorry, your city? Were you prince of a city? That's a little less impressive now, but okay, now go on, go ahead. We cut to a flashback where the rat army pops out of the ground in this gigantic rat tower. It unloads thousands of what can only be described as rat Nazis. I thought the rats might be kind of quirky. The first two we saw were kind of goofy. He's alive. Everything else in this movie has been a little bit silly, uh, but no, these are full-on Nazi soldiers. They don't have like special rat weapons. They just have guns. And they do perhaps the least quirky thing possible, and they enslave the town. And just when you think these rats are all serious, no quirkiness, no silliness, we cut to the present day where the Rat King is ruling over the city. <laughs> Welcome to a Stygian And just when you think the rats are silly, they introduce you to the concentration camp they created for the humans. Take them to the smoke factory! Welcome to paradise! Sorry, Snow Fairy, how exactly is this little girl gonna help defeat the Rat Kingdom? But with you here, Mary, we might just have a chance to defeat her! Things seem pretty far gone at this point. I don't think you were just missing one six-year-old girl. And furthermore... What is all of this Nazi and Holocaust imagery doing in a Nutcracker adaptation for children? This is a movie that's supposed to be set in the 1800s about a little doll that comes to life. But no, please, throw Rat Hitler, a real Jewish man, and terrorism into the mix. We caught them trying to blow up the palace. Also, is this movie set in Germany? It's got Albert Einstein in it but he's the only person with a German accent. You appear to be slipping, old gal. 
Your spell on the prince is broken. He's alive. Well, yeah, I don't know why you didn't just kill him. It's kind of a vague gesture to just turn him into a nutcracker that can turn back into a real boy if a little girl so much as holds him. You did, you did it. The Rat Queen recurses NC and then sends an army to knock over the Christmas tree, which immediately wakes Mary up. You know what's weird? Why does NC even have a different voice when he's the Nutcracker? He's just like a drastically different being altogether. He's rude. Why couldn't he have just been voiced by the kid the whole time and like nice the whole time? Now it might seem like the whole thing was just a dream, but everything that happened in the dream has actually happened in real life. The Christmas tree did fall over. NC is laying on the ground. So there is some sort of crossover between the dream realm and reality. I have. The strangest feeling that something is wrong at Mary's house. Yeah, that's crazy. It's almost like you gave your niece a bewitched doll and led a rat army to her house. Mary has become unmanageable. You do nothing but fill her head with fairy stories. She must be prepared for the real world. Reality is merely an illusion. What kind of response is that, dude? You're making our daughter crazy. You're ruining her life. Can you even prove that reality isn't just a simulation? Also, did you bring a criminal into our house? But Uncle Albert is able to shift the tides. Has it really been so long since you've been a child? He reminds Mary's dad that he was once a little boy too and had a special little friend just like Mary. It was a little pebble. And so he sings a whole song about the little pebble and right away, Mary's dad just freaking loses it. Abandoned on the sand. Really? You're that sad? Why so sad? He misses his pebble. What happened to the pebble? Yeah, I saved it for you. Here you go, I had the pebble the whole time. <laughs> I stole it to ruin your life. The next night, Mary and NC decide to enlist Max to help fight the Rat King as well. But upon seeing the Rat King for the first time, Max immediately defects to the Rat Army. We even have a special rat bike for you to ride. A rat bike? Oh, also the Rat King does this. Wow! Max loves the Rat King. He's like, this dude is awesome. Who is this guy based off of again? This used to be a beautiful town. The sun is blocked out by smoke from burning toys. Oh yeah, so the reason there's a dark cloud over the whole city is apparently because rats hate the sun. So they set up these camps where they burn children's toys to keep the sky dark. They bring this up over and over again like it's the scariest thing ever. You do know the rats burn toys. Like it's the scariest thing the rats do. Um, it is not. It's not even close. I feel like the creators of the film have no idea what is scary to kids. That's where the Rat King lives. You know he doesn't like teddy bears, don't you? Yeah, he's Rat Hitler. He's hideous. He has a hideous heart that hates little toys. He kills people. Mary just saved NC from getting burned in the incinerator, but he won't wake up. I can't wake him. Please help me. It has to be you. How? I don't know. <laughs> I don't fucking care. Anyway, she cries on him. You did it. That does the trick, I guess. Then this very long and explosive battle scene takes place between the rats and the humans, and I'm struck by how high budget this movie is. They really thought they were hitting a home run with this one, dude. This is crazy. This movie cost $90 million and made an eight-figure profit. That's right. This movie made negative $73 million. What do you want us to do? Sewers, can we get through the sewers? Through there. Oh, then I'll go. You're not Love you, Miss Mary. That's the NC I know, dude. So charming. Shit out! Hide in this elevator! I've got a plan! I'm not afraid of you. Okay. 
You should be a little afraid of him. <laughs> After all, he burns children's toys. Ah! Are you going to tell me where the prince is? Shall I bite your fingers off? Imagine renting this movie because you and your kids really love the original ballet and you thought this was similar and now you're just praying to God that they get to the land of sweets soon. But they never do. This movie ends with the Rat King and Queen being defeated, Mary waking up, and Uncle Albert introducing her to his new neighbor. Mary, I would like you to meet my new neighbor, Nicholas Charles. They call me NC for short. This ending seems to be a resolution of sorts to all of the characters. It seems like all of their questions are answered. And don't get me wrong, I am so happy for them, but could one of them explain it to me? And so the day was saved, and Uncle Albert actually went on to win a Nobel Prize in physics. Okay. Oh, okay, well, you're welcome. Oh, uh, oh uh, no. FINALLY!